There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Are we praying? Oh, let's do that too. Lord, thank you for bringing us together again. I've missed my friends and let's learn how to whoop it up again. Yes, I love that you're telling Jesus that we need to whoop it up. That yeah. is amazing. He understands who I am. Yes, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Vicki Andales Gunvalson is leading us in prayer here on The Real Houses of Orange County this week. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Everything Iconic with me, Jeannie Pellegrino. We're going to be breaking down this week's episode of The Real Houses of Orange County, which I thought delivered in every aspect. We got a nod to the past with Vicki Gunvalson returning. They even played the old intro music when they showed Vicki on screen for the first time. And the most important part of all, that I really want us to highlight is that when Vicki Gunvalson was back on screen, the OG of the OC, they didn't label her Tamara's friend or Shannon's friend or anything like that. They just said Vicki on her title card when she appeared on screen. And I just was really happy about that because I thought it would have been disrespectful. And they do that a time or two when the old cast members return to these franchises. They'll usually write somebody's friend. And Vicki Gunvalson started the show with that little family van not wanting to get old. I don't want to get old. She started this franchise, and so I was thrilled that they didn't put Tamara's friend or Shannon's friend, at least uh, from what I saw. But I thought this episode was so good. I thought it just delivered everywhere. I thought we're getting lots of drama. It feels just like a classically good episode of TV. But it did open in a way that I didn't feel super comfortable with. And if you're driving pullover, we're going to get in the weeds a little bit, because this whole episode opened with Shane, uh, Hip's husband, Shane Barr Simpson, getting his... Uh, nose hair waxed. Now, I could have done without ever seeing that footage, bravo. I could have gone my entire existence without having to see Shane Simpson get his nose hairs waxed. But as if that wasn't bad enough, then we're getting into this whole thing with their uh, dynamics with amongst their relationship, and Hip apparently is the one who got Shane to come get his nose hair waxed, and she was also getting the nose hairs waxed. And she had insinuated in her confessional, I believe, that because she made Shane get his nose hairs waxed, she was going to have to do something. And I-, I could have been misinterpreting this, but it seemed like she was insinuating that she'll have to give some sort of sex act for making him go get waxed. And I thought, why does she have to do something for him for making him go get his nose hairs waxed? Because she also revealed, and again, I'm very sorry that we're discussing this, but it happened on the show. So Emily had also said, uh, she said, Shane sits on the couch and is like pulling the nose hairs out of his nose while they're watching TV. So they're sitting down for an episode of The Voice and they got to watch each other pull out nose hairs from their nose. And so a hip made him go to get the esthetician to wax it out. And then Emily then has to do something even more to thank him for not picking his nose hairs on the couch while they're watching American fucking Idol or whatever they're watching on TV. I don't know what hip and uh, bar watch on TV. But I just don't think that Hip should have to be doing anything extra. I mean, is she, he should actually uh, be doing some sort of 
reparations or something for always picking the nose hairs on the couch while they're watching TV instead of actually just going to the esthetician. I mean, women need to love themselves if they're in a relationship with these men who get up by with the most bare minimum of grooming. I mean, it's a bare minimum of grooming. Now, I'm not saying that Shane has to go to the esthetician and get it waxed. I'm just saying he needs to do something other than picking it on the couch. And then if he does go to esthetician, a professional who does this for a living, then certainly the wife doesn't have to do something even additional to thank him for not trimming his nose hairs willy-nilly on the couch while they're watching primetime television. Do you get what I'm saying? Now, I, 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 disgusting. So uh, that's all fine, well, and good. And I would have been ready to move on from the scene. And I would have still been saying, bravo, don't ever show me footage like that again. However, we went on to, uh, at the esthetician, uh, talk a lot about how much uh, Shane likes Emily's butt. He likes the butt. Emily's a beautiful gal. But uh, apparently Shane is a butt guy. And so he always is zeroing in on the butt. Now, again, I would have been happy and healthy just moving on from the scene after learning that Shane likes her ass, her ass, which, God bless, beautiful ass. But then I believe, and forgive me, correct me if I'm wrong, I get things wrong all the time here on Everything Iconic. However, I do believe that they showed us uh, Hip getting her butthole waxed. The camera or the... It was just out of frame, but we did see her sit down on that waxing table. And I understand that these housewives, they get discounted merch, they get discounted services. Over on that crappy lake series with Sonia and Luann, uh, Sonia was saying she's got to post her liposuction photos or else she doesn't get paid. So we do know that these people do these sponsorships with estheticians, and they get the discounted procedures. And I'm all supportive of that. However, I do think there comes a point where you should just pay for the service. Because showing it on television, showing your butthole get waxed. Now, if she didn't get her actual butthole waxed, there was some sort of waxing going on that was just off frame. And I was led to believe they were insinuating that it was near her butt. She was getting the butt waxed. So I'm assuming it was the butthole is the only thing that I could deduce from what we saw. So again, I apologize if I somehow missed something or if I went to the other room and got something a little bit off, but I do believe that she got her asshole waxed on camera. Now, it was for a discount. And so, of course, the esthetician wants this to happen on camera. Now, I just think that there comes a point where I want people on reality TV to be real and show me their real lives. But I don't need to see you getting a discount on your asshole waxing. I just think that you should go to the esthetician and get it waxed off camera. Do you get what I mean? Again, show me your reality, but show me the reality up to a point. So show me the things that happen up until you're getting the butthole waxed, because that's just a bridge too far for me. And again, I want it to be real. I want this to feel like real life as I'm watching because I can smell through the bullshit. But I do not want to smell uh, you getting your asshole waxed on camera, on national camera, on a cable network. It's just a bridge too far. And so, look, I'm glad she's got a nice smooth butthole now. And God bless Shane and hopefully he's enjoying it. However, it's just not something that I need to see on camera. And so, again, happy for her hips butt, but I just don't need to see it. I don't need to see it. Bravo. Just uh, at some point, turn off the cameras. At some point, just hit that record button a second time and turn it off. And if I was one of them camera people or someone working on that set, I would have just accidentally hit the record button while she was getting the butthole waxed. I would have hit it so that it turned off. Like I would have hit it a second time. And then after the scene, I would have been like, whoops, I accidentally stopped recording. So like we don't have that footage. And then her butt would have already been waxed. And so we wouldn't have had to do it. There would have been no way to do it again. The esthetician would have been like, well, I can't wax it again. You know, (laughs) 
can't double exit. Do you get what I mean? So I just think somebody should have turned off that camera. And then if uh, they didn't turn off the camera, somebody in the editing bay should have said, hey, guess what we probably shouldn't show on screen on a cable network is this woman getting her butthole waxed because it's just not something the husband and wife going, I mean, the nose hair was uh, enough. That was enough. That was enough. We shouldn't have even seen that. I don't believe. But then to show, she was just like, and we want everyone to get their butthole waxed. Do whatever you want with your bodies. Your body, your choice. But I just don't, I don't know that we all need to witness it, to bear witness to it. And so Vicki Gunvalson led us in a prayer this week on The Real House of Orange County. And so I'd like to lead us all here on Everything Iconic in a prayer and just say, Dear Lord Andy Cohen, please stop showing us women getting their assholes waxed on camera because it's not something I need to see. And I will call my representative as it happens again. I will seek legal damages, bravo, because I feel as though I'm damaged. And I, <laughs> I, <laughs> I might have been emotionally damaged before seeing Emily get her ass waxed, but I'm certainly emotionally damaged uh, after seeing Hip get her asshole waxed on camera. And so, just want to just point that out, that I will be contacting my reps. I will, and I don't know who those reps are, but mark my words. Now that I'm thinking about it and looking at my notes, I don't think Emily actually used the word whole at any point during this episode, so it's very probable that she just got one of the caboose cheeks waxed and the schnoz and Shane's schnoz waxed in that scene and not the actual whole. So I apologize for adding the word whole. I'm editorializing, but it's funnier with the word whole, I believe. Uh, but Hip's been open about it all, honest and open about everything. Everything. Even later in the episode, she talks about that sex tape with her and Shane that they did. And as someone who just came from the gas station right before I started recording this podcast episode and saw himself in the security camera footage behind the counter of a shell station when he was trying to buy a Kit Kat and saw the way that he looked when he was in that gas station, it wasn't a pretty picture. So I certainly wouldn't want to do a sex tape. It's just not for me. I mean, I was looking at that shell gas station. I saw myself in the security camera footage and I had some Something on my, I had the ketchup on my mouth. I looked like the troll in Central Park. You know, in that movie, The Hottie and the Naughty with Paris Hilton? I looked like the Naughty. That's what I look like when I go to the gas station and run errands. So I certainly wouldn't want the most intimate moments of myself when I'm fornicating to be on camera. I don't want it. I just would not want it. And by the way, I still don't know anything about the taco Hip is talking about in that tagline, but that's neither here nor there. It's been 11 episodes. Still don't know anything about that taco she's talking about. Let's move on to the scene between Taylor Enough Armstrong and Big Daddy Jen, shall we? By the way, that whole scene with Hip and her mom talking on the phone last week, we didn't get to talk about it. It broke my heart. It was so I'm loving that storyline. It's real. It feels authentic. And I just, it was, I was crying. I was crying as I was watching it. Then we see Taylor and Jen. Now, Taylor and Jen have this Oklahoma connection, and I'm loving Jen on the show. I do not trust her as far as I can throw a shoe, and that's not very far. I don't think I haven't tested throwing a shoe. Is that a saying? I just made it up. Anyway, I do not trust this Jen, but I love her on the show. Now, Taylor is calling Jen Big Daddy, and Jen doesn't seem to know why. And this is very intriguing to me because this is a nickname. This is a nickname we're just calling Jen Big Daddy, and I haven't seen anything from Jen that would lead any, lead me at least, if I was living in this world, to call her Big Daddy. But apparently Taylor Enough Armstrong decided that she's going to call her Big Daddy. And Jen says in confessional, don't know why, don't know why, but she's calling me Big Daddy. And so the two of them sit down and they eat something on camera. Actually, Taylor Armstrong ate something on camera that was shocking to me. And that is, Taylor Armstrong ate a corn dog. 
braver than the Marines, eating a corn dog on camera. Now, she already had eaten can- cotton candy on camera on The Real Houses of Beverly Hills. Now, Taylor, in this scene where she meets with Jen, decided to set up the clip of her eating the cotton candy. So it was like Taylor Armstrong was on the fucking Tonight Show and she's setting up the clip. She's like, roll the tape of me eating the con- candy. <laughs> It was so funny because Jen was in the scene. I think Shannon might have arrived by this point. But Taylor just sat them down. The three of them were talking. And Shannon and Jen were ready to talk about, like, what's going on in the Real Houses of Orange County. But Taylor was ready to set up her clip as if it was a movie clip. Like, she might as well have been sitting next to Jimmy fucking Fallon because she's like, yeah, and roll the tape. Roll the tape of me eating the cotton candy, just setting it up. (laughs) Like, people could go to the Cineplex to see that. It was like crazy, just setting it up for the weekend, just setting up her eating the cotton candy flashback. And she set it up. They showed it. Shannon and Jen did not react. (laughs) Taylor's like, remember when I ate cotton candy on camera? And then they show it. And Shannon's like, okay. Like... And I'm love. I I am loving Shannon again. I am loving Shannon now. Here I am. It's every week, I'm she's winning me over more and more. And this week, when she sat down with Taylor Enough Armstrong, and had to bear witness to that clip of Taylor eating the cotton candy over in the other zip code, I felt like Shannon did not want to react to that, and it just was cracking me up, cracking me the fuck up. Now there is another new woman besides Taylor Armstrong and Jen this season, and her name is Heather Amin. I hope I'm saying that correctly. But this Heather is the one who had some sort of flirtation or something with Ryan, who's Jen's now boyfriend. And I don't trust that man either. Did you see uh, Jen was on Watch What Happens Live, and that man was in the audience, and he already has merch that says like dick pic he was selling hats that say dick pic and so on the episode of watch what happens live he gives the hat to andy and andy says like audibly just sort of shades this man on air he's like oh you're already making merch you know (laughs) because it is a little bit fast and i would encourage jen to just slow it down a little bit slow it down with the merch i don't like when they just come out the gate with the merch just let it breathe a little bit. Like, let's see how your first season shakes out. Let's see what memorable moments. I don't like when they try to make their something that happens on the show like their famous line. So, like, he had this dick pic thing where he accidentally uh, allegedly texted everybody in his phone book the dick pic or something like that. And I don't even feel like anybody who was watching the show was like, really talking about the dick pic thing as if it was like some sort of iconic reality TV line or meme or gif or whatever that happened on the show. And so for this man to then to come on and watch what happens live, he's only been on what, like how many episodes, a handful of episodes of the show, and to start selling and giving Andy Cohen in the clubhouse. It was disrespectful to give it to him in the clubhouse, a hat that says dick pic and say, go to our website. And buy this dick pic merch hat because it's like, what are you doing? You just get on the show, sit down for a minute, let the season shake out and see what the fans really are into and what merch the fans want. And then it's okay if you make the shirt or the hat or whatever, make the money. But I just do not support it. I do not support. And if we're, we're going to have to see that hat on screen, we're going to see them wearing it to try to sell it. Uh uh-uh, uh, you know how I feel about that. But I do love, again, Jen, even she was crying at one point in the scene i think it was with taylor and shannon or there was a scene that jen just got the the tears coming she's got that weird i hate to say weird but she's got that person she's seeing for uh who is just remember she sat down with that woman they were in couples i don't want to call it therapy because i do not believe that the woman uh tamara said the therapist was a psychic now i don't know what her exact profession uh or what her certifications are but when she sat down with that woman 
And that woman was just leading them in an exercise. We're going to get there. What was she saying? She's like, hey, hey. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? Do you know what I'm talking about when they sat down for that, that couples counseling uh, session? It was just like, oh, hey. And it was like a singing the word hey or something, leading. <laughs> oh, they called her an intuitive healer. An intuitive healer. Oh, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Uh, anyway, before that, though, there is the scene between Casita, uh, her ex-husband, Matt, Travis, the new one, and then Britt, who's now with Matt. So are we all following? They're a modern family. Now, Britt and Gina, Casita, are doing TikToks together. They get along. They've got this modern family situation. And I'm wondering if they're setting up Britt for the show. I was kind of interested in this Brittany. Britt? Brittany? What's her name? I was interested in her because... I feel like that's at least an organic connection. She seems young. She seems stylish. And I would like to get to know this Brittany more and just see. I don't know that I want this Matt on the show more because I do not trust that man. I understand, though, uh, Casita was saying she went to the courts and tried to reduce his charges because she wanted a good family life. And I think they're all parenting in the best way. And look, Casita don't fit in on the show. We all know that. I know that. You know that. We all know that. She don't fit in the show, especially I've been noticing uh, Andy and the network, they've been talking about the Real Houses in New York, the reboot, and talking about how the main thing with Housewives is aspirational. Like, I feel like I've noticed that in the press tour for the Real Houses in New York is that that's the main thing. And with the new Housewives, it's like, that's what they look for is aspirational. And I thought, like, what are we getting? What's there's not, I'm sorry, there ain't a lot that's aspirational about Casita. She seems like a fun person that I would maybe want to be friends with in real life or something, but in terms of uh, aspirational, sure, she's not really giving aspirational. And so I don't really know. I think she'd fit in almost better on any other Bravo show. That said, I do. I, I am in my hip and casita era, so I'm embracing them on the show. But I mean, first seeing the asshole get waxed and then uh, really thinking about the aspirational aspect when it comes to Casita, it's like, I'm not really sure. But I think maybe in Orange County, they just have a hard time casting. And so we're, we're going to have Hip and Casita around for a while. But I just don't know in terms of the aspirational aspect. Now, speaking of aspirational, we do see a sit down between Tamara, who's wearing a Canadian tuxedo, and Hip, who's dressed like Selena. They sit down and they decide to have a coming together. Now, Hip and Tamara. I have not seen the two of them really sit down together. They've been on the show uh, essentially together. I know Tamara took a season or two off, but they were on the show together for, I believe, at least three seasons. However, I do not believe that they've gotten close. It seems like maybe they're headed to be close, though, because uh, Hip does say, uh, she calls Tamara a devil bitch, and then she says, cheers to you, you devil bitch, and then they laugh, and I, I you guys, I was loving that scene. <laughs> I was when Hip was just like, you're a devil bitch. Let's cheers. I just was happy. And then, and then with them ruffle off the that ruffle shirt she was wearing. Oh, I loved it. I just loved it. That was the scene where really Hip won me back. She won me back after getting that asshole waxed on camera for all of, uh, cable viewing audience to see. Then she came back swinging and calling Tamara a devil bitch. And I was right back on board with Hip. And so she won me. She won me. And I just, I'm liking this duo. I'm liking Tammy Sue and, and Hip coming together and seeing what they could, they could wreak havoc on the show. And so they, I believe the children are the future. And I believe that Hip and Tammy Sue coming together could be our future here on the Real House of Orange County. Uh, let's see. There is some shit talking happening between Heather Shams Dubrow and Shannon Storms uh, Bedore. 
and the relationship she's got with that John guy, that wet rag John, who I do not trust and I never trusted. And I don't really even care about that man. I mean, one of the blandest people to ever be on reality television is this John man. I'm sorry, that's how I feel. And uh, there is some shit talking going on, though. And apparently this John, uh, maybe he's got some secrets. Maybe he is made for reality TV because there's all this talking going behind their backs about their relationship. And so Heather's talking shit and there's all these allegations of happening off screen on the show, stuff that's coming out in the blogs about Shannon and John. And so, look, I'm I'm starting to get a little interested in the two of them. Not going to lie. Not going to lie. Now, they do have a pool party. This is a pool party. We're going to talk about it after the break. Let's take a break here, and we'll come back, talk about this pool party. I also have so many thoughts. Again, we got to talk about that intuitive healer, the Italian market that Casita went to, and she said, how about I'll pound a salami? <laughs> oh, and she was just, when Casita was just at the market ordering salami, could have watched that for 25 minutes. She won me back. You know, Hip won me back, and then Casita won me back just when she was ordering salami. Although I did turn on her when she said she bought jarred sauce. We'll get there. Uh, find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Everything iconic.com for merch and for live show tickets. I'll be on tour in April or uh, in tour in October, and we'll be right back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look, the weather's getting warmer. You got to ditch the jackets, the sweaters, and you got to put on some shorts and tees. And if you're anything like me, you hate getting all the new stuff. But luckily, I've found Quince, and Quince makes it so easy uh, to get clothes. I used to waste my money on clothes that would only last one season. That was until I found out about Quince. Now I've got high-quality pieces that never go out of style that I'll be wearing year after year. Quince has all of the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from $30, performance polos. Those are my personal favorite. I always love getting new polos for the summertime, and they have a fantastic selection. I'm very particular about the collar, and I love the collar on the performance polos that I got. They also have versatile flow-knit activewear, and the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And by partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to all of us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, along with premium fabrics and finishes, which I love. Feel good about shopping with them. Now, again, I got those polos, but I also got some shorts, some t-shirts, just some basics that I can wear year-round. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash iconic for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C, com slash iconic to get free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com slash iconic all right i'm sure a lot of you out there can relate because every time there's a commercial break and i'm watching one of my shows i'm always hopping on the redfin app or website because i just want to check out real estate listings like i love checking out real estate listing even for the houses that i cannot afford it's my favorite app to use redfin uh, i just got a home of course but it was pretty stressful process and if i would have known how easy Redfin was, I think it would have helped out a lot. Redfin updates their listings every two minutes and sends you personalized recommendations. So finding the home that's perfect for you has never been easier. See something you like? Well, book a tour straight from the app. And when you're ready to buy, an experienced local Redfin agent can guide you through the whole process, making it so easy. And if you're looking to sell, Redfin agents know how to get you the best price possible for your home. That's because they sell twice as many homes as other agents with a listing fee as low as 1%. Redfin's fees are half of what others often charge, which means you'll have more money to put towards your next home. Now, that's a great thing. I love using Redfin. I love checking out. If you're buying or selling a home and you need some help with that, check out Redfin. Download the Redfin app to get started. 
we're back. Hey, this is Che Diaz wishing Rory Upton a very happy birthday. Uh, I'm sorry, what's happening? Hey, it's Che Diaz. Now we're doing it in just like that recaps here on Everything Iconic every other week. So next week, there'll be a new and just like that recap out with friend of the podcast, Hannah Brown. And we have the most fun talking about this unhinged show. Whether you like and just like that or you dislike and just like that, one thing's for certain, and that's we have a really good time talking about it. So hopefully you'll join or listen to the old ones uh, that are on the podcast feed. If nothing else, you'll hear us do this impression a million fucking times because I will never get tired of Che Diaz doing camp meals from bed while Miranda's trying to sleep. Hey, this is Che Diaz. Wish- hey, it's Che Diaz. People get a 15 second cameo from Che Diaz. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Now back to the Real Houses of Orange County. Now, one of the things I mentioned at the top of the podcast was that Hip went to her esthetician and was getting all the parts waxed on her body, getting the butthole, the ears, the nose, I don't know, all the places were getting waxed. And I recently saw my own hair person, I, not not my waxing person, but I went to this new woman who's cut my hair, and I love the way she cuts it, but I've been doing a different style, I've been trying to kind of do it curly or whatever, and so I was asking her, i got to tell you the story really quickly, I was asking her what type of product to use for curly, and she's telling me, but they didn't sell products where I get my hair cut, so she was trying to tell me where to order it. And I was like, oh, let me get out my phone. You know when you're sitting in that barber chair. And she's right over my shoulder. And so she's looking down as I'm pulling out my phone. And I don't know if you all feel this way, but I always get a little bit nervous when someone's over my shoulder looking at my phone as I'm trying to pull up the Internet Explorer. Because you just don't know what's going to be in the Internet. You just don't know what my last... It's like when somebody's pulling out their phone camera roll. Always turn your head away. If I see anyone pulling out their phone and they're next to me or in front of me or beside me, I will always turn my head. I will literally just turn and look the opposite way. Because to me, that's respect. That is respect. You don't, you just shouldn't be looking at someone's phone because you just don't know what's going to come up. It could be a dick pic. It could be, uh, who knows? Ryan could be sending you a, a airdropping you a dick pic. Ryan from the Real House of Orange County could be airdropping you a dick pic. You know, he's doing that at the gyms. You just don't know. And so I always try to turn the other way. But this woman, and she's the best. She's the best, but she was looking right over my shoulder. And I'm so, I'm already started to get a little bit sweaty because I'm thinking, like, what's going to pop up on my phone? Very nervous. Now, it's normally something housewives related. So to be like, when did Jen Shaw get arrested? When was the arrest? Or it'll be like, tell me something about Bamboozle Jane. Like, what's going on with Erica Jane? Like, it'll be that in the Google. However, this time I pull it up on my, my Internet Explorer. <laughs> And it just said my search, my uh, Google search was open to, uh, and I quote, how many Emmys does the home improvement mom have? And it turns out uh, she does not have any Emmys, and that is a disgrace. And so that's why I wanted to bring that up, because Patricia Richardson, who played the mom on home improvement back in the 90s, she don't have no Emmys for it. And uh, that's not a world I want to live in. And so we better retroactively give her some statues, because Patty... Uh, Patty Clarkson, or what was her name? Patricia, Patricia Richardson. Patty Richardson. Patricia Clarkson wasn't in Home Improvement, could you imagine? Uh, anyway, Patricia Richardson uh, does not have any Emmys. And so um, she was nominated a bunch of times, but she never took home the gold. And so that is a disgrace. But anyway, the woman cutting my hair, she's like, she's like, what, uh, were you watching Home Improvement? I was like, nope. <laughs> Nope. Just curious about this fact about the mom. Anyway, um, let's uh, get back into the real houses of Orange County. We got this pool party. Uh, at the pool party, it's revealed that Hip likes to do sex tapes with Shane. We're just learning all sorts of stuff about those two. All sorts of stuff. Those two just... Uh, I feel like Hip... Remember she was off last week because of the COVID? 
I was thinking she probably came back this week after having, I'd assume, one to two weeks off, right? If if she tested positive for COVID, couldn't film on the cast trip, I would imagine she it was two weeks off of filming. And so as an employer, employee, she was probably thinking when she got the go-ahead to start filming again, she's like, I really got to bring it. I really got to get messy because I'm already going to be cut out of one or two episodes or however long they were in Montana for. And I'm going to get caught out of that. So you knew she came in guns blazing. And I think she miscalculated where she should maybe put her efforts in when it came to filming. Because I don't think that she should have leaned so hard into the sex with Shane. Because I'm I'm just not sure many of the, much of the viewing audience is interested in her, her sex with Shane. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But the two of them, I'm just not sure everybody who's watching is like, I'd like to know, like, do they shave or do they wax their buttholes? Or do they like anal? Like, cause that just kept coming up this whole episode. It happened at the beginning. And then later in the episode, it's like, oh, we like to film each other's having sex. And then we, I watch it back. And I was just like, I don't know. And Heather, uh, bless her soul. She's like, I don't even like watching myself on sitcoms. Why would I want to have, uh, see myself having sex? And I feel similarly. I feel so. And I think one day I might regret this stance because, you know, as you get older, you think back on your youth and you I think back on my, like when I was early twenties, I'm like, I should have been naked all the time, right? Like you're, you're so, all of it, you're youthful, young, whatever. But I always think I'm going to like look back in my eighties and my nineties and be like, why wasn't I naked all the time in my twenties? But here I am in my thirties and I'm like, I don't know that I want to see myself having sex. I just don't know in a video format. I just would like the illusion to happen in my head. I know what I think I look like when I'm doing it. And that is enough for me because in, it's still pretty, it's still pretty messy of what I think I look like. So I just know whatever I actually look like would be 10 times worse, right? Like, I don't know, you ever see some footage or, you know, when you go to a party or something and somebody takes footage that you're not anticipating, I'm not saying when somebody comes up to you and says, let's take a photo, because then you have time to kind of pose. But even then you look at some of those photos in a week or two and you're like, why the fuck was I standing like that? Or why was I slouched over like that, right? So I could only imagine seeing a video where a week goes by and you look at the video of you having sex, you're like, why was I hunched over that way? Or why was I looking that way? Or why didn't I wax that? Or you know what I mean? So I just don't know that I'd want to see it. So then, uh, but Hip and Shane, they're really going in telling us all about their sex tapes. And and by the way, I'd also just like to point out, I wouldn't like to see Heather and Terry's sex tape either. So I was happy that her and I also imagine if Heather and Terry did, Heather would be sort of performative, right? Like she would be performing a role of someone doing a sex tape. And I also feel like Heather, uh, Shams Dubrow, which she would be adding in sort of like sitcom quips because she's so, you know, she's trained in that area. And when, so when she's on camera, she's ready to be given some sort of like, I don't know, like, um, a sitcom y, like 90s sitcom, like, uh, I always think of the joke, there's the ants, but where's the uncles? You know, when somebody's like looking at an ant farm, do you know what I mean? Like, that's the kind of humor that I would imagine Heather Dubrow would be giving in a sex tape with Terry. But I'm glad we don't have to see it. I'm grateful to, I'd like uh, Vicki Gumbelson to lead a prayer circle in that too, because I'd like to just thank our Lord and Savior that we're not looking at Heather and Terry uh, sex tape. I don't know that there's many people on Bravo Network that I'd want to see their sex tapes. And let's just get that out of the way. There's not a whole lot of them. Not a whole lot. Uh, Count them on one hand, I think. And I'm trying to think, who would I even want? I don't even think I'd want to see any of their sex tapes. Let them all be private. Uh, Okay, so then at this pool party, we do... This is where Tamara says that uh, Jen's therapist is a psychic. 
And that was funny to me. That was funny because I thought actually Tamara was just sort of throwing her under the bus. But then when we met the intuitive healer, we should call her, I I really understood what did Tamara go to the session with them once? Like, how did Tamara know that the woman was an intuitive healer? Anyway, Jen's definitely lying about her and Ryan and the timeline and the dick pic. And I think there's all sorts of lies. But here's the thing that I think is why I warm up to Jen. Whereas normally I don't like when the housewives are lying on camera. Because here's a big distinction here with this new woman, Jen. And that is I think she would be lying in the same ways if she wasn't a housewife. So I think if any of her friends had uh, talked to her about Ryan and the dick pic or how Ryan had texted them the dick at the gym or whatever, I think that Jen would be lying about the time. She'd be like, oh, we were on a break. Or I think she would be telling us the same. She would be telling the people the same exact lies, whether or not she was being filmed. So it's authentic. Do you get what I mean? Her lying is authentic to her. Because I think naturally she would tell these lies to anybody on the street, anybody talking to her, any close friends, because she's embarrassed by it. So I don't have much of a problem with her lying about it. I do not have much of a problem. But she does sit down at the pool party with Tamara, and the whole group does try to gather. Because whenever this happens on these shows, this is a group event. There's two women talking, and the other gals know they got to get in the mix. So they were all watching Jen and Tamara sit down. They see it sort of escalating. So all the gals are like, we got to get over there. That's where the cameras are. Got to get on camera. Get in front of that red light. So the whole group of gals, they go over there. And the interesting part, and you need to go back and watch this. Rewatch it when you see it on a rerun. Because Taylor Enough Armstrong, she didn't have no place to sit. So she was looking around, and she's like, I got to be on camera, but there's no place for me to sit naturally. So at one point, I think she sort of tried to like look around to see if she could maybe hobble and sit there or behind all the gals, but there was no like proper seating for Taylor Armstrong. So then she decided to pivot. She decided to pivot, and this is what makes Taylor Armstrong a good housewife. She's like, this isn't about us. So Taylor Armstrong just then decides, oh, I'm not going to be on camera, but I got to lure the camera into another area of the pool party so that I'll be on camera. So Taylor Armstrong just started saying, this isn't about us. I'm sick of this. I'm just sick of this. This isn't about us, ladies. I'm sick of this. And she's like storming off into the other corner, just like waiting for a camera person to follow her. And eventually I think the camera person does follow her. But that's what makes Taylor a good housewife because a lesser person would have realized like, oh, I'm a friend of, I'm not even a main cast member. They don't even give me a seat to sit down in front of the red light. So a lesser person would have just sort of stumbled off and gotten themselves a cocktail, went to the restroom, maybe got their makeup touched up or something, but not Taylor enough Armstrong. She decided to instead make a little scene about her and say this, this isn't about us. I'm sick of this. I am sick of this. Enough. And she just lured the cameras away. It was a brilliant move. Brilliant move. Give her the Emmy. Uh, but she's just going to get a chair. And and Tamara and Jen do make up. I'm sort of tired of them fighting and making up, fighting and making up. Because I don't think either one of them like each other at all. At all. But they keep sort of making up. Uh, then there is this sort of adult slip and slide that Hip... Now, this whole pool party, by the way, is happening at Hip's mother-in-law's house. Now, just imagine, if I was the mother-in-law, I wouldn't want people filming. Filming at your house is a nightmare, is a nightmare. I'm shocked that even the housewives do it because 
it's people, it's crews of people with their shoes on. I'm not, I don't know about this crew that happened on the Real Houses of Orange County, but crews in general, of course, they're, you gotta wear their shoes. And so the crews are just trying to make the magic happen, but they are traipsing around your house with the shoes on. They're using your restrooms and it's like a lot. So I can't even imagine that the mother-in-law was like, okay, with them filming at her house, but she was. So this wasn't even happening at a hip's house, but they do an adult slip and slide. And I know because actually in my high school days, I did an adult slip and slide myself because uh, during the last week of my senior year of high school, one of the last couple weeks, I was always a good kid. I was was class president. I was always very involved. I was voted most involved in, in high school. And so I was always a good kid. But towards the end of the school year, I did get a little wild for me. And I decided to have all my friends, we like cut school and I got a tarp from our garage and I put it down on the grass in the backyard. And then we had a, a hose and I just went and raided all of the bathrooms for shampoo or body wash or whatever that I thought might bubble up or make things slippery. And we did like an adult slip inside in the backyard. And it was like, I know a group of us, we barbecued and my parents were supposed to be gone the whole day at work. But then my mom, Linda Pellegrino got off work early or something. She came home and she just like came outside as we're just sliding down this adult slip and slide. I'm sure we had some cocktails too. We probably had some bay breezes or some shit like that. (laughs) Probably had some sort of fucking wine cooler or something. And we were just sliding in the middle of the day, supposed to be at school. And Linda Pellegrino was not happy. She said, Dan, what are you doing to my grass? And we like ruined the grass because you're not supposed to just put a tarp on it and have adult people sliding down it. I say adult, we were probably 17 years old, but we're sliding out and we ruined the backyard grass and Linda Pellegrino was so upset. And so I just know that it's not, it's not great for the yard. And so I was surprised Hip's mom, mother-in-law was like, let's have filming over there and uh, let's have a slip and slide, you know, freshly uh, waxed slip and slide, uh, much like Hip's freshly waxed uh, butthole. And so they were just slip and sliding down it, slip and sliding down it. I'm sure she went extra fast after getting that waxing, too. I hope Shane didn't go on that uh, adult slip and slide, too, because he would have slid right past where it ended because he was so waxed. You know, I hope Pip was careful on that. I didn't even notice, actually. Did she probably flew down that thing? So, you know, when you're freshly waxed, you're, just, you're sliding everywhere. In and out, every which way, but loose. Anyway, so she was probably sliding on that. But yeah, Linda Pellegrino was so mad that day. Oh, you guys. Dan, what are you doing to my grass? She was always so obsessed with that grass. She would wake me up on the weekend morning and be like, Dan, you got to go cut the grass. It's getting long. She was like, obs- I'd be like, Mom, uh, Saturday, can I sleep in past nine? Go cut the grass. It's getting too long. Just wake up. Oh. I, I get chills just thinking about that. Just thinking about my mother waking me up on the weekend to go cut the fucking grass. And maybe I'm sorry to make this a therapy session. They also made me cut my grandparents' grass too. And my grandpa, he had a push mower. It wasn't. It didn't even go on its own. You had to push it. And then he would watch me. Uh, my grandpa would like watch me. I'd have to turn off the mower. And then if there were any sticks, he, I'd have to go pick them up and then go carry them to the trash can. He was like so particular about it, and it was just a nightmare. My grandpa was a real demon. <laughs> May he rest in peace. Moving on. Uh, okay, so then at this pool party, they're doing the slip and slide, and uh, Hip's got a champagne gun. She's just shooting them out with this champagne. Loved it. Now, the water on the slip and slide does turn uh, brown water. 
because of the spray tans. They're all wearing the spray tans. Uh, in the confessional, the producer even points out Hip's spray tan because she's got the palmy hands. And this happens all the time in the housewives, right? Remember Barb the Builder over on the Real House in New York? She left the spray tan all over the couches in Miami. And then I think uh, at the reunion, they were all talking about like she made the couches orange. Imagine people staying at your house or an Airbnb and you just turn all the furniture orange because you're spray tan. Isn't there like a setting spray? Uh, to, well, I've actually never done a, a spray tan. I have, uh, I'm Italian, so I have uh, naturally olive skin, but I've never done the spray tan. And although I did use a tanning bed a time or two, and by a time or two, I mean uh, probably three times a week throughout high school. I did use I had a friend who worked at a tanning place. And I definitely, that was the era. It was the era of the Jersey Shore where we just, you went in that tanning bed for upwards of 35 minutes. You just hopped in there and you took them lights. But I never did the spray tan. And it would, just, but it, I, it's sort of surprising to me that these housewives do the spray tan because, again, with the aspirational aspect, and I may not be super familiar, but I just feel like there's got to be some sort of better way to get your tan than applying it yourself via wipes. Do you get what I mean? Like, shouldn't housewives be getting more professional spray tans? Like, why are the housewives who are supposed to be aspirational having to apply with their own palms the, the spray tan? It doesn't make any sense to me. Or, and, and if it's a normal thing to do, then like, I don't know. I just feel like we need spray tan reform on the housewives because I just don't feel like I should live in a world where the housewives are getting these spray tans that are cheap on camera. It's weird. It's weird, right? Anyway, it is. Um, they are having fun until Tamara decides to take the top off. I don't know why Tamara always, she's always got to take the top off. Always, and Heather even rightfully pointed out, she said, Tamara, put your top on. We don't have the budget for pixelation. And Heather was saying that because, look, Tammy's been off the show for a couple seasons. And so Tamara might not realize that the budget has maybe gone down. She, it's not uh, three years ago. Rating, live ratings are down on uh, all networks. And so I'm not sure that the budget is there. And so Heather's like, look, Tamara, back in the day, you might have been able to take off your blouse and show off them uh, bubbies to anyone who wants to see in the camera. However, nowadays, we don't know where the budget is. So they were able to pixelate Tamara in the scene. But Heather's like, we're not sure. We're not sure where the budget is, right? Like, we don't know where, what money we're going to be getting. They're bringing back all these old cast members like Vicky and Tamara. And so uh, Heather's concerned about the budget. That's what she's thinking about. And she don't know if they're going to have it in there to pixelate Tamara's bubbies. And so luckily they did, but they might not have it for next time. And so Tamara, I just, it behooves you to know that. It behooves that ratings aren't where they used to be and across all networks. And so a budgets are down. And so they might, they might not have the budgets next time. And so then you're just taking off the top willy nilly. And by the way, a hip's mother-in-law was just sitting there like, why is it, why are these bubbies in my face? She's like, what's going on? What's going on? Um, so they have fun, but I was having fun. I was, you know, when I had the most fun was when Heather came out in that SeaWorld suit. She came out looking like she was ready to free Willie. She came out in that full length bodysuit to go on the slip and slide because she's like, I'm not touching that dirty brown water from the spray tans uh, against my skin. And she's not doing it. So she decided to dress like Lori Petty and free Willie. And she decided to slip and slide right on, on like that. And meanwhile, Shannon Storms-Bedore, who was wearing a regular bathing suit, uh, but she had Spanx on underneath. And I was having the most fun because then Bravo editors, those brilliant, beautiful Bravo editors who are now Emmy-nominated in the case of Vanderpump Rules. Are they the ones? I don't know. They should all be nominated because they give us such great work. Such great work. And this season, I really believe 
they are giving it to us. And so I'm just so grateful to Orange County producers. But they went overboard adding, did you notice this? Adding some sound effects to Shannon going down the adult slip and slide because they were adding a fart sound that was pretty brutal. Pretty brutal, if you ask me. It was added, I felt like they had a Foley artist just giving us that fart sound effect. Like, I didn't feel like that was Shannon spanks uh making the noise i think they were adding just like willy-nilly sound effects just adding as if they were a a dj in cleveland on the radio just adding like pew, pew, pew. like just add <laughs> what's that dj sound effect that they add all the time on the radio it's like pew, pew, pew. i felt like that's what they were basically doing but with the start fart sound effect so every time shannon uh, went down that brown water slip and slide it was like pfft. And I just thought, oh my God, they were probably having the best time. I was like getting a, an energy rush and like uh, the giggle fits just thinking about the people editing that and just adding more and more fart sound effects to Shannon because it was like they probably had the best fucking time. Also deciding, because I would imagine initially they just wanted to add more of a ripping sound like because it was sort of a mix between a fart and a ripping sound. But then it really like leaned heavily in fart by the final edit. And so I would, I would like to know the logistics of how they decided to add that just like very aggressive Shannon's going down a slip inside. Like, let's add up. Like it was so, <laughs> I'm sorry, it get gross here, but it was so, it was brutal. It was brutal, but they were having fun. I was, it felt like everybody was having fun. Like Shannon was having fun on screen. I believe the people, producers, editors, they were having a good time adding in that fart sound. And then me as the viewer was having fun. It was like a triple whammy. Triple whammy, we're all having fun. Now, then we got to the Italian market. Now, this is where Gina's ordering the salami in that thick accent, where she's like, I'll have a pound of salami. Can I get a half a pound of ham? Like she's, you know, it's really <laughs> the mouthful of peanut butter trying to get her, her order out at the deli. Just like trying half a pound of salami. And I was happy that she was at this gorgeous Italian market, and she revealed that she's an Italian gal. And so I was ready to even love her even more, Casita, than I have been. I said it's the era of hip and Casita, and I was ready to love her even more than I already did until she revealed that uh, she was making chicken parmesan and artichokes and garlic bread, but she buys jarred sauce. I hate to say it. Electric chair. Electric chair! It's unacceptable. Now, I understand one, once in a while buying jarred sauce. Uh, and here's one of the tricks is that you need to spruce it up. You obviously got to add your own seasonings. You got to add a little extra. Depending on what the jarred sauce is, you got to add some extra freshly peeled tomatoes. You got to add some Italian seasonings. You got you to add shit. You got to add shit to your jarred sauce, but it's good as a starter. If you got a, a late meal you got to cook for some family, or I know moms are busy, you got a lot going on. I get it. However... It's unacceptable to be doing this on camera as an Italian person. Now, I would never. I would never. And by the way, if you were to ever ask me publicly about eating a jarred sauce, even though I just said it's acceptable to use as a base, I would deny it. I would deny it because uh, I have ancestors. And it's they would be rolling around in their graves knowing that I'm uh, saying buy the jarred sauce. Now, will I buy a, a Rayo? I would buy, that's the one you buy as like a good base. That's a good base. That's a good base. And in a pinch, it'll do. But to be doing it on camera, I mean, Gina, Gina, what's, you better love yourself, girl. You better love yourself. That was worse, actually, than Hip getting her butthole waxed and talking about doing anal on camera for a sex tape with her husband, Shane. 
who finally passed the bar after a hundred times. He, that's even worse. So, uh, Casita, you better love yourself. I mean, buying the jarred sauce on camera. And then she's talking about being a realtor. And, uh, okay, this is hard. We're just going back to that aspirational thing. And she's talking about Cara Gallo, which I don't even know if we've ever like fully broken down the Cara Gallo of it all, which is her skincare line. And it's like apple and oranges or something. But then do you remember, was it last week? I don't know. It was one of the weeks we took off. Somebody had asked her about Cara Gallo and she like, they asked her like, how do you pronounce it? Or maybe this was in an interview. I know these things come into my head. It's also possible that I dream this up and I'm making it up as we go. However, I do think that I saw either in an interview or on the show, somebody asked like, how do you pronounce Cara Gallo? And which is the name of her skincare brand. And she's like, I don't know. She's like, She's like, I think she said something like, however you want to pronounce it. And I was like, that's that's not good branding. It's just not. It's like, imagine if somebody asked how to pronounce the name of this podcast. And I was just like, oh, however you want to say it. Like, you could say it like, clonic. <laughs> like, that's not how you pronounce it. It wouldn't be good branding. And so, I don't know. You have to go to bravotv.com to see if that's where she said it or somewhere else. Or maybe we could get one of them. Is there a dream machine? Is that a thing where they can like read your dreams? Unclear. There should be that. They should figure that out. Anyway. Oh, then we cut to the scene with the Trace Amigas. I don't want to get old. And they played that old music with Vicky that, you know, the behind the gates of Cota de Gaza. They played that music and they wrote Vicky under her name. I was so happy they did it right. Vicky's got a confessional. Oh, she's having great sex and she's our OG of the OC. And so I just getting her in that confessional seat, hearing about her, checking up on her and checking in with her. Shannon arrives, just seeing them all doing them shots and be happy. I was at peace. I was at peace and leading them in prayer to whoop it up again. And Shannon did sit down. They were all taking shots. Shannon's like, I only take shots around the two of you. And I was like, I don't know if I believe that. Not sure I believe that. Not sure I believe that. But she did say it on camera. I don't know. Do you believe that Shannon only takes shots when those two are around? I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Uh, okay, Vicky also reveals that she wears crotchless panties. Uh, and she says, this is a direct quote. Um, she says, I wear crotchless panties, whatever it takes, because everyone's getting older. I don't want to get old. So look, if that's what you got to do when you got to get older, that's what you got to do. I'm taking that as advice for my own aging. I'm going to start buying and investing in the crotchless panties because Vicky Cumbleson told me, she said, she said, I wear crotchless panties, whatever it takes, because everyone's getting older. And so if that's what it takes, uh, that's what I'm going to do, by the way. I got to get whatever I got to get. If I got to get a, a facelift and some crotchless panties, that's what I'm going to do uh, alongside my ARRP card because we're all going to age and we just have to accept that. So I'm accepting that now and I'm fully on board with it. Fully, and, and honestly, I think Vicky looks great. I do. I think she looks great. I know she's taking a lot of heat for different facelifts. And I know there was a, um, a man on this show who used to call her Miss Piggy, which never sat right with me because Miss Piggy is a goddess. And so to somehow insinuate that looking like that pig is bad, I'm disgusted. Actually, I'm getting riled up oh, just thinking about that again. That slay demon just saying that she looked like Miss Piggy. I'm disgusted. Yeah, we should all be so fucking lucky. Miss Piggy is a queen. We should all be so goddamn lucky to look like that uh, Muppet. And I, I feel the same way. We mentioned Southern Charm. I feel the same way about Austin over there, uh, t- calling him Fozzie Bear. I'm disgusted. We should be so lucky to l- be compared to that gentleman bear. 
comedian bear. I mean, it's just disgusting that we, the, what the people of the viewing audience are doing to these Muppets. It's just unacceptable. It's just unacceptable. We should be celebrating the Muppets, not using them as slurs. Miss Piggy is a gorgeous pig, a felt pig. And so I'm disgusted. Anyway, um, Vicky says in the scene with the, she says, um, I don't talk to Emily or Gina. They're not in my wheelhouse. And <laughs> that made me laugh because I don't think she ever wanted to talk to a hipper casita. I don't think she ever wanted to be friends with them. I don't think she ever wanted them to join the show. And I do think she bl- uh, blames them for her not uh, being on the show any longer. And so Vicky, this is the house that she built. But uh, Vicky, uh, she's, yeah, she says, hip and casita, not my wheelhouse. She says, uh, they talk about Heather, and Tamara tells Shannon that Heather talks shit about her. And Shannon, she freaks out. She's like, don't bring it up. Don't bring it up. I'm miked. I am miked. And then Shannon storms off. And I do love when Shannon storms off. I do. I love when Shannon don't want to talk about it. She, she's throwing the mic pack, and she's telling the producers about her relationship. She's like, this is going to destroy my relationship if this gets on the air. And it's like, well, you shouldn't be on a reality TV show if you don't want this relationship on the air. But she's storming to take it on the mic pack, and she probably didn't think they were going to show it. And then they show it, and we see her talking at the table of producers saying, don't air this. And that'd be my problem if I was ever on a reality TV show. I'd just be like, don't air this. I would never want anything aired because I'd be like, I'm just so stressed about how it's going to show. But here these women are on camera willy-nilly, waxing their anus. And so uh, I guess I'm not made for reality TV because that's what you got to do. You got to show your whole life, your whole relationships. You got to get your butthole waxed. It's a whole nine, whole kit and caboodle. You got to, when you sign up for these shows. And so I thank them all for their service because although I gave Hip a hard time for getting that uh, hairy butthole wax, I'm uh, thrilled that she did it because she's opening up her lives uh, to us. And I'm grateful to every single soldier. And by soldier, I mean housewife who has done that throughout the years. Okay, that's the end of the episode. I can't wait. I thought it was great. I just thought this episode, this week was great. I'm loving the Real House of Orange County. It's just, it's so good. I love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now Cozy is fantastic, a North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now, Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now, Cozy offers beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories. So much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y, dot com. The Real House in New York season, uh, episode two aired, too. How do you guys feel in after that? I missed Bryn. I miss Bryn. I want to thank Acast. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the Everything Iconic podcast. I love you all so much. Pre-order my book. It's called The Jolliest Bunch out in October. And we got a very special Orange County Housewife coming on the show very soon, I believe. 
uh, pending, there's no changes. So stay tuned to the podcast feed. Wherever you listen to the Everything Iconic podcast, be sure to hit subscribe or follow. And thank you all so much for the support. I love you all so much for listening. Let's do our cheesy little cool down because I think we all need it. I think we do. We just need to take a breather and breathe it all in. So take that that cheesy deep breath in and hold it. Ah, and breathe out. Breathe it out, baby. Baby. Okay, uh, that's that's it for me. Love you all. Stay safe. Be kind to people and have a good time. Have some fun. Have some laughs. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Yeah.